The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Oh, so this week's show, The Joy of Judgment. And I actually would have maybe had it be The Joy of Receiving Judgment. However, the title was a bit funner, The Joy of Judgment. And really, I mean, I talk about this probably on every show, I would I would guess. Uh, and I get so many requests for shows about receiving judgment. It really does seem to be one of the things that we have decided is the worst thing on the planet to do. And it actually, it actually can create so much more when you're really willing to receive it without a point of view, without having to defend it, without having to make it right, without any sort of anything, but just recognizing it for what it is, which is just somebody's interesting point of view. Yeah. So all of the barriers that you have up to never receiving judgment, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate them all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. All levels, layers, lifetimes, universes, and realities. And anywhere I haven't mentioned. Barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. And that is one of the greatest tools that can assist you to receive judgment is the barriers down. Because what a barrier is... I mean, I don't know that I've got the proper terms, but basically for me, what I feel like a barrier is like I put up a wall between me and the other person or me in the situation or me in the memory and in an, almost like in an attempt to stop it from hurting me or from making me uncomfortable or kind of whatever that energy is. And yet, if you look at that, like really get the energy of that. So there, you know, you can use yourself as an example, or I'm I'm going to talk about it from me, but there I am not liking, let's say somebody's judging me. So I'm not, I'm not liking that. So in order to protect myself or to keep myself from being hurt, I put up a wall between me and that person. But guess what? 
That wall isn't just between me and that person. That wall is between me and everything and everyone. Yeah. Because you can't pick and choose barriers. You know, a, a wall is a wall is a wall. It's not like, you know, if you look at your the walls in the room you're in right now, it's not like they move for certain people. Like, there's... They're, they're the same for everybody. And I know, of course, we can be our magic and we can do all sorts of things and walk through walls. But let's just kind of look at this from that perspective is that the walls to the room you're in right now, there's probably only one, well, depends what room you're in. The room I'm in, it's an office. So there's only one way in. And that's often what we've done is what we have limited so much of what we will actually receive that there's only... I'm going to say only one way in, but probably not even that. (laughs) Like we probably have set up, you know, I'm just giving a visual here, but we've probably put some, you know, some shoes in the way and then maybe some books in the way and then maybe a shelf in the way. And then like, you know, even that one way in is probably really cluttered. It's probably really difficult to even just get in that one way. And so then we'll often say, okay, well, that person's my friend. So I will receive from them and that person there, that's my enemy. So I won't receive from them. And, and it's like, really, if we were truly choosing consciousness 24 seven, yeah, could anybody be your friend or could anybody be your enemy or would people just be people? Yeah. So everything that brings up will you destroy and uncreate it all? right, wrong, good, bad, online, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds, and all of the lies that you've bought and sold that you can put up barriers to not receive from some energies and only receive from some other energies will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds, and all of the energies that you've judged, will you just destroy and uncreate them all? Return them to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. I was actually thinking about an experience I had many years ago. Oh, gosh, probably, oh, my, probably mid-90s, something like that. I was in my practicum as a psychiatric nurse, and I was working at, it's actually Prince Albert, some of you listeners are from there, and there was, uh, and probably still is, a mental health ward, and so I was working on there, I was still a student, but I was, I was there doing my practicum, and there was this doctor who had this hate on for me, and I have no clue what I ever did to her. Um, and I mean, a lot of people would tell me it wasn't just me. She did it to a lot of people. But of course, as the one receiving it, it seemed like it was just me. And I remember, I was thinking of like the things that she was doing and saying to me and, and really belittling me. And and I just took it. I mean, I I, especially back then, was not in any way willing to have my back. So took it along with, well, then I must be wrong. I must be doing it wrong. Everything she said, I tried to figure out how wrong I was based on what she said. And then I was looking at that and I was like, you know, I'm actually so freaking grateful for that experience because I know what would have happened if she wouldn't have been like that to me. I probably would have stayed there forever. (laughs) And I don't mean in the crazy ward. Um, 
kind of, except in a work capacity. Like I likely would have taken a job there and probably possibly could have still been there. And I, I really actually do wonder if that would have occurred because those jobs, especially back then in my world, they were good money. Uh, they were, you know, you kind of, you had your set days on, set days off. And, and I mean, as much as I'm so grateful I'm self-employed now, back then, that wasn't even in my reality. So it could have very easily been something I would have done forever, which would have meant I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. And that really actually is not, you know, that even that thought for me isn't comfortable to think, wow, I might have stopped myself from choosing greater because I had the comfort or the security of, you know, this reality, blah, blah, blah. So when I was looking at that, I was like, wow, if I would have had the tool back then, what's right about this, I'm not getting, I may not have had the awareness of that, but there would have been a lot more space right? Because now when something comes up and it's totally different than what I planned on or expected or thought would happen or even asked for, it's pretty much the first thing I go to. Like, wow, what is right about this I'm not getting? Now, sometimes I might distract myself with some of the crazy or judgment or that sort of stuff, but really quickly now, it is straight into that. And again, I may not have the awareness right away, but just that question, what's right about this I'm not getting? What's right about me I'm not getting? Because often we're doing the opposite. What's wrong with me? And so when, when I look at judging energies, you know, so I, of course, judged myself and that doctor. And yet, how much did she actually contribute to me going on to create this phenomenal life and living that I'm so grateful for. Like, really, what we decide is bad in the moment or horrible or mean or any of that. Like, what is right about it that we're not getting? Yeah. And I wonder, too, like, if I would have had that tool back then, and I would have asked it, would have it then been comical to me when she was the the unkindness and the meanness to me because then it's like hey you know what I get that there's something greater going on here like I you know I mean I would have just said this in my head because along with being the doctor she was also like you know in a sense my boss um so likely not going to be saying this out loud to her but just having the awareness that wow you know there's something greater going on here and I'm just going to go with it. I've got, I don't remember how long I was there for, maybe three months or something like that, maybe three days a week or something. So, you know, but just that what is right about this I'm not getting, what's right about me I'm not getting is another really cool tool to use when you're receiving or I guess trying to be willing or willing to receive judgment because chances are, especially if you're just starting out with the willingness to receive it or considering receiving it, your, your default is to go to you. Your default is, well, if they're judging me, I must be bad. I must be wrong. I must be what they're saying. And so if you can go into, okay, well, what's right about me? I'm not getting what's right about this. I'm not getting, it can start to shift and change. For me, it just creates a space of a lightness so that I know that there's something more. 
I know it's not about whatever the trauma drama in that moment is that I'm uh, feeling, as I would say, like feeling it as, um, as we would. So if we get out of the feeling into the perceiving and like, okay, cool. So this maybe isn't what I asked for. This maybe isn't what I liked. I mean, I don't mean I would have still appreciated how she treated me. And I wonder if there would have been a little bit more space with it for me. I wonder, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I just, I was just thinking of that, you know, that memory of being actually really grateful for that judgment from her, that harshness from her, because it ensured that the moment I was done my practicum, I was out of there. I was not hanging around with her anymore whatsoever. And so, you know, how cool is that? So all of the energies that you're judging in order to exclude them from you, which means then you have to exclude you too. Will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Whew. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about judging energies that keeps you from receiving everything that's truly possible for you? Yeah, everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pop poc shorts, boys and beyonds. The only thing that makes an energy good or bad is your judgment of it. So if you don't judge it as good or bad, and you stay in barriers down, and you stay in what's right about this I'm not getting, then you can actually receive everything from it. You don't have to align and agree with it. You don't have to make it right. You don't have to make it wrong. You just get to be with it, which then in that space, without the judgment, you can actually be the infinite awareness you truly be, which means you actually will have the awareness of whatever is going on way quicker than me, <laughs> considering that was in the early to mid 90s. <laughs> You've probably heard me say before, I'm a little bit slow. There, there's the proof. <laughs> no, I, I am. I am teasing. I, you know, I probably to some degree had some of that awareness back then too. But I'll be honest, there was a lot of trauma um, that I chose from that experience. And there was actually also a lot of awareness for me with it too, because it was very early on in my work life, although I mean, I had been working different, you know, side jobs and stuff like that, but kind of from a professional perspective, really got clear and people that I didn't desire to work with. And there were some places where I stood up to her, which prior to that, I had never chose with, I'm going to say, an adult in, um, in a professional capacity, you know, somebody who would be above me. I'd never chose that before. And it was really cool in that aspect. It was also really, you know, the victim energy that I used to love to play in so much too. So it matched that. So everything that brings up for you, will you destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, poc, shorts, boys and beyonds. Now the other thing, and I probably should have mentioned it earlier, but did you notice, you know, we kind of started the show off with asking you to drop your barriers and all of that. Did you notice at any point when I was talking about that meanness or that experience, did your barriers come back up? Because 
I've asked my body to be really super loud with me on when my barriers go up because most of the time I don't before, before I thought to ask my sweet body, I actually didn't realize they went back up. And so I asked that so that I could actually get clarity on when was I choosing that? Like what, what was actually going on to, to um, have me react in that energy of my barriers going up? And so a story like that, if you had any experience like that whatsoever, chances are your barriers went up as I spoke. Those would be the barriers that you put up to ensure nobody ever treated you like that ever again. But again, look at the crazy of that that we do, because believe me, I had my own, and probably probably to some degree still do. Um, I'm just trying to think if I've been around somebody kind of with that energy, and I, I actually haven't, um, not not that comes to mind anyway. Uh, but, you know, and, and that's what really became interesting to me over time was, you know, I'd meet somebody or I'd be in the room with somebody or, you know, we've got classes going on. So I'd meet a participant in one of my classes at, and and they would be a similar energy to somebody that I had that sort of a story attached to. And boom, there were the barriers. And I always found that interesting because it was like a, it was like I would put the barrier up before I was even cognitively aware that that person had a similar energy to somebody who I had a story with, right? So everything and everybody that you've attached stories to, to ensure you get to keep your barriers up. Will you just start on create all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Wow, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so all of the barriers that you have on autopilot, uh, on autoresponder, and crushed autoresponder, and anything else that I haven't mentioned, will you destroy it and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so autoresponders are just that. They automatically, like it just, it happens before we even know it's going to happen. Uh, and then a crushed autoresponder is basically an energy where, um, let's say we met somebody and right off the bat, we did not like them. So we put up barriers to them. And then our best friend invites us over for dinner because they want us to meet their uh, new love. And it happens to be that person. So then what we actually do is we crush the autoresponders that put up the barriers in the first place, because now we're supposed to like this person. And, and instead of destroying and uncreating them, we just crush them, which is not effective at all. But so all of the autoresponders and crushed autoresponders that you've put in place for anything, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate them all? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so we're going to head to break. When we come back, I'll talk a little bit more about those um, just to give you a little bit more information. So we'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? 
She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So before break, we were talking about autoresponders and crushed autoresponders. And basically what you just want to do is make sure that you're clearing them whenever they come up. And and basically it just feels like you don't have a choice. Like it feels like almost a reaction. And I think if I remember correctly, last fall I have a radio show, um, I think it's called Getting Out of Reaction into Creation or something like that. And I'm pretty sure, probably about 99.9% sure, that I talk at length about them in that radio show. And it might be three something, like <laughs> three ways to get out of reaction into creation or something like that. I don't remember, but you can check that out. But basically, those are the things that it just doesn't feel like we have choice to. Like if uh, our neighbor dar- dog's our neighbor's dog barks we immediately go into anger and frustration like that's probably autoresponders and crushed autoresponders or um somebody wakes you up in the night oh (laughs) all of the crushed autoresponders and autoresponders that i have ever used to be annoyed when people wake me up in the middle of the night i revoke recant rescind renounce denounce reclaim destroy and uncreate them all right wrong good bad online pot pock shorts boys and beyonds that's so funny because I was talking in, in Rome last week. I spent um, the time in the apartment or I stayed with two other uh, people who were taking the same class. And I had mentioned to them that like people waking me up and I haven't actually had it happen in a long time. So I don't know what my response would be. But growing up, whenever my sisters woke me up, I would just be so mad. And like, I mean, uncontrollably mad. Like they knew basically just to stand at the door and say my name or probably throw something uh, and then run for their lives because it, it, I wasn't even awake and I was ready to kill. So I was just, you know, talking about that with my roomies in Rome and, um, you know, nobody ever had to wake me up. So it worked out just fine. But, uh, and I was, I say to like, I wonder what the heck that was. Like, I don't, and I don't have anybody 
wake me up here. Hubby's a sleeper, so I always wake up before him. Uh, so I just didn't know if it would still occur. But when, you know, as I was saying that, I was like, man, I bet that that's what that was. You know, probably another lifetime or who knows, whatever it was. But anyway, my sisters are still afraid to wake me up in the night. So <laughs> I guess it worked on that level. <laughs> So yeah, so and and you can just check with yourself too. So truth, are there autoresponders and crushed autoresponders with regards to this person? With oh, let's run this one. All of the autoresponders and crushed autoresponders that you have with money. <sighs> From any lifetime space dimension, reality, universe, and anywhere I haven't mentioned. Will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So yeah, just use it that way. If you want more information, go check out that radio show. If you can't find it, just send me a message and I'll see if I can find it. Um, lots of times I can remember the names right off the top of my head, but today I can't. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, all right. So I wanted to just share some classes that I've got coming up. Uh, so Park City, Utah, and also live streamed around the world. So you can be at your home and, and join us too. On April 29th, which is a Saturday, we are going to start at 4.30 Mountain Time and go to about 7.30 or 7 o'clock. Uh, and it's called Creating More Money and More Abundance with Ease. I'm sure none of you would like that. Uh, so that's on my Access site. And then off to Edmonton starting May 10th is the Access Bars class. And I'm going to co-facilitate that with Sweet Tanya. And then starting May 11th, I will facilitate the foundation. I'm so excited. This class is boom, 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 and I am so ready. And that will be on a new rewrite. Gary and Dane will be rewriting um, Foundation at the end of April, actually. I think that same weekend that I've got the Park City class going on. So how's it get any better? Then off to Denver, Colorado, May 24th. Sweet Reverie and Annie and I are going to be co-facilitating bars, and then I will facilitate foundation on May 25th, then off to Las Vegas. My goodness, if you have ever desired to visit Vegas, now would be the time because I, this will be held at the Venetian, which is an amazing location right on the strip. So you can bring your family and friends with you and everybody can go play while we really change stuff in the city of money and all sorts of probably other things. <laughs> so that starts June 1st and then off to Swift Current on June 8th for foundation. Then off to uh, Humboldt on June 13th. So that's in Saskatchewan. And then Vienna, Austria, embodying wealth and opulence. This is a two and a half day class that, wow, my goodness, I can hardly wait. Uh, and then London, England, starting November 2nd is foundation. So much awesomeness. I am so, so excited. All right, so let's go back to talking about the joy of receiving judgment, the joy of judgment. Now, you might have wondered what would we want to even receive judgment for? And really, the more that you're willing to receive judgment, the less that you will allow anything or anyone to stop you. Because that is ultimately what's going on, is people use judgment to stop you and to control you. You know, if you can remember back as being a kid and you were in a restaurant and you had ants in your pants, so you're kind of dancing around the restaurant and then your mom gives you the look. 
<laughs> That's using judgment to control you. And for most people, it actually worked. For some people, you know, the rebels, it probably didn't. But I know it sure worked well for me. They did not have to use words. I was very, very adept with energy way back when and was easily controlled by it. And so really people use that still. It's not something people just use on kids. People use it constantly. And you probably use it. You've probably used it on you. And you've probably allowed other people to use it on you also. And so the less that we are affected by other people's judgment, the more that we're going to be aware and willing to be aware of what will actually create more for us. Like what choice will actually create more for us? And it won't be about, well, I can't choose that because that makes so-and-so uncomfortable. Or, you know what, if I choose that, that's really going to upset that person. It would actually be the energy of having your own back of going, wow, it feels really, really cool and yummy to choose that. And this person may not like it and that person might not like it. And I'm going to do it for me. I am not going to jump into their universe and check out how they're going to be or react based on my choice. I am going to choose what works for me and what will create more for me. So everywhere you haven't been willing to have your own back, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And having your own back, I mean, this is, this is something we talk about a lot in Access, and I don't think I actually mentioned this, but of course the tools that I use from this show are from Access Consciousness and The Clearing Statement. You can find out more information at theclearingstatement.com. But having your own back is really that demand of you to no matter what, you don't judge you. You don't treat yourself poorly. You don't take second best. And it's not in an energy of against somebody. So it's not like you're to have your own back. You're constantly fighting other people. That, that's not the energy at all. But it's like you're aware of what works for you. You choose it no matter what. Like no matter what it takes, not no matter what, like no matter who you have to screw over, you do it. That's not what I mean at all. But no matter what it takes, you choose it because it works for you. If, if you have seats at a theater and somebody's sitting in your seat, so you have to sit two rows back and that doesn't work for you, but you do that. That's not having your own back. It's the willingness to receive the judgment from the people in your seat, from the people around them that you will disturb and going, hey, this is my seat. I'm sorry for the misunderstanding. You know, like that's to me, that's how I see having my own back. And it was interesting this weekend, I I had a situation where having my own back was not the first thing I chose. in my head like it was judgment of me was first and then the willingness to be like okay well what's right about this I'm not getting and then it probably took me about a day to go you know what no this isn't okay for me not from the place of I need to let that person know or I need to give them heck or I need to do anything but for me to have me to I kind of I don't know if this is an accurate way and and 
I guess I'll, as I talk about it, we'll get a sense of if it's light or heavy. But when I'm willing to have my own back, I often will be aware of, am I treating myself the way I would like to be treated or the way I've been treated in the past? So a lot of times we treat ourselves the way we've been treated which is usually abusive or unkind or mean or less than or all of those crazy energies. Whereas if we're willing to actually have our own back, then we treat ourselves the way we would like to be treated. And, and it, you know, in order for me to have my own back in this situation, it was like, hey, you know what? No, this, this isn't okay in my world. This, this situation is what it is. I'm, there's nothing that I can do to change it in that respect. And I am not going to beat myself up for it. And then what I did was I pieced it apart. So I looked at the choices that I made to get more clarity for me, not from a place of judgment of me, but for more clarity of me. And what was so interesting is as I pieced it apart, because basically, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to give all the details because it, I don't have the other person's permission. Uh, but for my part, I asked the person a question. I knew the answer was no. And yet I knew by asking it, I would receive more awareness. Like I, I, it was, it, it's kind of funny to explain, but it was a really cool place to be because it was like, hey, it's really light to ask this question. I'm aware it's a no, and normally in the past, I wouldn't ask a question because I knew it would be a no, right? Like I would jump into their universe and say, well, what's the point of asking? I know it's a no, so there's no point in asking. But it's actually asking questions creates possibilities. Asking questions creates awareness. So I knew that asking the question was going to create an awareness for me and create greater from that. It was like, gosh, I, you know, I just, it was so cool, except (laughs) what I didn't expect or even imagine was what would happen based on asking that question, which was everything that, that was going on, um, is now ended. (laughs) So it's like this whole, you know, kind of, there was this stuff, this really cool creation. And then asking that question, um, just stopped everything. And so I went to the wrongness of me because then I, you know, I asked the question and I knew it was a no and I shouldn't have asked and I should, you know, I did all that for a while until I was willing to have my own back and then I pieced it apart. And that's when I really looked at, no, I knew asking that question was a no and I knew it would give me the awareness I required. So what awareness did I require? Well, (laughs) that probably this wasn't going to create what I had decided it would. And that was probably one of the biggest things for me is I decided what it was going to look like. I decided how it was going to roll. I decided all of those, you know, decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, refined judgments. I had all of that going on with this creation with this person and I wasn't willing to be aware. And so by asking the question, knowing it was going to give me the awareness I required, I did not expect it would be that awareness. And once I pieced it apart and was willing to have my own back, 
I cannot tell you the space of gratitude once I got to that piece. And this realizing that what a gift awareness is, like what a gift that that was to be willing to ask the question and be willing to follow the lightness and be willing to have it end in the way that it ended, even though I could have judged me a million days in a row for it. I could have done all of the crazy that I've ever done with myself about stuff like that instead of going, wow, you know what? Along with me having my back, the universe has my back. The universe knows what is going to actually create more and what isn't. And when I go into the fight mode of, but no, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. It wasn't, you know, it's like, what's the value of that? That's just trauma drama that isn't going to actually create more. And I'm just so grateful for how quickly just, you know, just those few little things, how quickly I was able to turn around, which could have been months of judgment of me uh, because I asked the question and yet (laughs) I should be celebrating that I asked the question. And now I am. Now I am to look at it and go, wow, that really did gift me the awareness that I required. And how cool is it that it showed up totally different than I ever would have expected. So everything that brings up for you everywhere that you've maybe created something like that and either stayed in the judgment of you about it or maybe you got out of it too or you saw some other piece to it. Whatever all that energy is, we just destroy and uncreate it all. And on three, really, really, really let it go. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. And then it really is about the willingness to receive the judgment. It's the willingness to go, yeah, I totally fucked up. Yeah, but not from the place of that it's true. And this is one of what I I did a whole radio show on it years ago. I called the manipulation you'll never use uh, because then you can actually out manipulate situations sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes where, you know what? I totally did fuck up. And what can I do to change it? What can I do to make up for the damage done? What else is possible here that we've never even considered? And, and it's just a whole different way, but it's not from the place that you are wrong. It's from the place of, let's get beyond this. Let's get out of the crazy of this. Let's really drop our defenses and be present with each other and really, really, really choose to be the consciousness that is actually possible for us. Yeah, so everything that brings up and everywhere you haven't been willing to out manipulate people. We destroy and uncreate it all and return it to center with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, fox, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. We're going to head to break here right away. But when we come back, what I want to talk about is, is judgment and money. Cause you might've heard me talk about it before other people in access. And, and so I want to talk about that for sure before we end the show, because there actually is a really interesting piece between judgment and money. And uh, anyway, we'll be right back. It's 
Change your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So I wanted to share about a new program that I've got starting next week. I am so excited about this, you guys. So you guys hear me talk about all the tools and the magic tricks and everything. And after like six different messages and emails, I got the awareness of this class that was asking to be created. And basically what it is, is you will come to the class. It's going to be online. So you can join us, um, you know, from the comfort of your home, obviously. And you can listen to it after also, if you're not able to join us live, basically you're going to come with one thing that you have decided is impossible to change. And I am going to walk through it with you to the possible. So I'm going to take you through three different magic tricks that I use to change the points of view and all the crazy. And then three different magic tricks to take it to exponentialize the possibilities of it. And it is going to be set up in a way that you can actually then take the class and utilize it over and over and over so that no matter what thing you would like to change from the impossible to the possible, you've got the tools, you'll have a workbook, you will have the audio, you will have everything set out for you, basically just to kind of go through it to really, really live and and be the space of infinite possibility. So it's called magically changing the impossible to possible. So it's going to be over two different calls. And like I say, the first call will all be about clearing what you've decided isn't possible with one thing in particular. The second call will be all about exponentializing the possibilities of that one thing. So anyway, if you haven't seen it around on Facebook or got an email about it from me, just send me a message and I will get you the information. I am so excited. Yay. So we are talking about the joy of judgment and how it actually relates to money. 
And this is something, uh, you know, you probably have heard if you've taken a class or anything. Uh, often if somebody says, um, you know, oh, so, so-and-so judged me today we will often say cha-ching and make it really fun and light instead of like, what? They did what? Oh my God, I can't believe it. Because, <laughs> you know, that's just not going to create more. But the cha-ching is actually an energy. And this, you know, check in for yourself. Gary has had the awareness and, and he just asks and it's light for him. He has shared it with us. Check in with what's true for you. Uh, and he's just had the awareness that when we willingly receive a judgment without a point of view, our income, the amount of money we bring in that year goes up by $5,000. If we do not receive it without a point of view, if we either try to defend for it or against it, our income actually goes down by $10,000 a year. So what you want to look at is how much money are you refusing by not allowing those judgments by not receiving them with ease and joy and glory everything that is we just started and created all times a godzillion right wrong good bad online pod poc shorts boys and beyonds now i don't mean you have to go out of your way to get judgment like probably running down your street naked isn't going to create more i mean check in maybe it will who knows uh but Probably just in your everyday life, you being you, probably there's a lot of judgment sent your way. Like look in your own life, like you're driving down the street and somebody doesn't use their sig signal light to turn. Ah, you stupid son of a bitch. Or, you know, like the, all, the, all the judgment that's just floating around that we pick up on so easily that then we project out or we say or we think and all of that. Like there's judgment everywhere. And like post something on Facebook, you'll receive judgment and it doesn't even have to be ridiculous. Like, <laughs> you know, you can just have fun with it. And and then practice receiving it. Like there will be some that won't be as easy to receive and there will be some that you will just laugh all the way to the bank. And what I like to look at is the ones that I don't receive with ease. Like what is that? What have I attached there when there's a judgment that I'm not willing to receive? What is that? And, and that was, you know, with the situation I was talking about in the other segment is like that energy of asking the question. And then once I realized, you know, what asking that question ultimately did, I had to be willing to receive the judgment that potentially was, was there because of the question I asked. And that was like, I actually did what I, I talk about a lot in classes and I'll share now. It's actually an exercise that I do and have been doing for years because <laughs> prior to access, you know, which I started studying in 2011, I avoided judgment like the plague. Like I tried to do everything I could not to receive judgment, except as I say that, that's kind of funny because I talk to dead people. You know, the majority of my business was being a medium. So I'm not sure I did everything I could to avoid judgment because <laughs> that's probably the least um, or maybe the most judged. Anyway, it just made me funny when it made me it just made 
it was just really funny when I realized I just said I avoided it, but I, I didn't, but I thought I was avoiding it. That's probably more accurate. Um, Anyway, so once I started studying access and really got the energy of how much more I could create if I was willing to receive judgment too, uh, what I would start doing is I would imagine the worst judgment that I could receive and usually it had a person attached to it. And so a lot of times it would be the imagination of my dad telling me that I was horrible. Like that, that would be kind of the worst judgment. That's usually what I could, um, in that moment, kind of bring the energy up. That would be the worst judgment I could receive. Why? I have no clue. Uh, whatever, it doesn't matter, irrelevant, but that's the energy. So I would imagine, I would close my eyes, I would imagine my dad in front of me telling me how horrible I was, and I would just drop the barriers and drop the barriers and drop the barriers and just allow myself to receive it Yeah, not because my dad will ever tell me I'm horrible. And I will also never be controlled by it. So let's say he has, I don't know, let's say he gets Alzheimer's sometime and that is an energy that he chooses. And he does say to me, you know what, you're horrible for putting me in a home. I mean, I'm really exaggerating here, but... um, And he would probably, you know, smack me if he was listening to this right now. But, you know, like that sort of an energy, because that can occur with people who have Alzheimer's, it can really change their personalities. So, and I was aware that putting him in the home was actually going to create more for him than him telling me how horrible I am would not control me with that choice. I would be willing to be aware of it. Whereas if I had the point of view that the worst thing on the planet would be to be told that I'm horrible by my dad, then all he would have to do is look at me (laughs) like he's calling me horrible. And that would be enough for me to stop whatever I was doing and probably even affect my awareness. Like I would probably even allow it to override my awareness. So everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck, shorts, boys, meons. And all of the energies I just talked about, Alzheimer's, horrible, dad's abuse, judgment, all of that stuff, everything that brought up for you, everywhere you have been called horrible by your dad or your mom or somebody close to you, whatever all of that is, we just destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck, shorts, boys, meons. Now I know in other studies, like, law of attraction. You would never do that because then you're basically attracting that experience to you. Now, my experience is the exact opposite. The more that I resist something, the more that I actually bring it to fruition. So by being willing to look at the energies I'm not willing to receive and practice receiving them, when they do show up, I'm much more likely to stay within me to stay aggressively present compared to if they kind of shock me or I have, you know, haven't looked at it and go, oh my gosh, this, this is the worst thing ever, that sort of an energy. So it is something I do practice. I don't necessarily practice it every day, but I definitely am aware of it when I'm aware that I'm not receiving an energy. And then it's like, okay, you know what? Barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, all levels, layers, lifetimes, universes, barriers down. And I just receive it. And then maybe I only receive 0.2% of it. 
cool. Then maybe I'll do it again later and I might receive 1% of it. Like, you know, it just becomes this energy. But I also look at, okay, is it the person delivering it? Is it a meaning that I've given that person? Is it a significance I've given that person? Is it the word itself? Is it the energy? Is it because I've decided it's true? You know, like, I think it was last November, I was doing actually a radio show from Florida. And I actually had this huge awareness, probably the biggest one I've had on the show so far, uh, because I almost stopped recording. It was so like, wow, to me, it was so amazing. Um, And I know I was kind of losing my space in the show, but it was it was too awesome to keep or to, to delete. So basically what I had the awareness was was that I'd always decided I was really unkind So then I needed to prove to the world how kind I was. But anytime we try to prove something, it's because we don't believe it to be true. So no matter what I did, I always had the energy of like kind of that unkindness instead of saying, hey, you know what? Actually, I can choose unkind. Like that is an energy I can choose just like you can choose it and anybody can choose it. Doesn't mean I'm it. You know, same as, uh, you know, we have a term in access, a CCFB, and, and, you know, come to a foundation if you'd like more information about that. Because last time I mentioned it on the show, I got a really great email about it, and rightfully so, because I didn't explain it. But, um, you know, and it's, it's just an energy of somebody really, you know, really choosing to be kind of unkind and mean and evil and a whole bunch of energies. And, uh, and I can choose that too. So can you, but it doesn't mean we're it. And that's where a lot of times we're not willing to receive judgment because if somebody says, you're unkind, then we go into, well, no, I'm not. And we try to justify and defend. Otherwise, I was kind to that butterfly and I was kind to that kid and I was, oh no, I was unkind to that person and I wasn't, you know, instead of going, yeah, you're right. I definitely can choose unkind. And I can also choose kind. So if somebody's going to, you know, judge you for being unkind, the really cool thing is to be like, man, you're so right. I'm so sorry. Because what it does is it drops the barriers. It drops the defenses. You're not fighting with them that you're not unkind because you can choose. It doesn't mean you were even in their judgment of you. It doesn't mean you were. But if you're willing to be what I call the most conscious person in the room, and drop the barriers and receive the judgment and say, man, you're so right. I am so sorry. What can I do for the damage that I created? It's a totally different space. Now, there will be times where that will not actually create more. Okay, that is just one example of what you can choose. It doesn't mean it's going to create more because there will be some people that, you, that just isn't going to work with. So be in your awareness of what will. Sometimes it's just walking out hanging up the phone, you know, whatever way they're communicating with you. But just know that you receiving it and you not defending against it is actually what will create more. And what will create more in your bank account too. You know, look at the people who have tons of money. Good God, look at Donald Trump. Look at Oprah, Kim Kardashian. (laughs) You know, these are just names that I know. You probably know people just in your local world. Um, Gary and Dane, for goodness sake. Like, how much judgment do these guys receive? And is it ease and joy and glory for them too every day? Probably not. You know what? There's probably times for every person on the planet, no matter what, where it's like, wow, okay, (laughs) 
<laughs> give me five and I'll, I'll get back up, you know, you're kind of in a, in a ring, right? Um, and what if we can, like, if we don't make it significant, we don't make it real, we don't attach a story, we don't make people significant, we don't make anything real or significant, suddenly nothing has the power over us, which means then we actually are the potency of us. And no matter what somebody calls us, no matter what somebody says about us, no matter what somebody writes about us, we keep choosing. We keep choosing and we keep choosing. Because what I know for sure is when people are saying things about you, are talking about you, are writing about you, (laughs) they're doing it because you're poking them in the eye. You are making them uncomfortable with the choices that you're making. And that, I think, should be celebrated. I really do. And maybe there's times that you were mean and unkind, and it would create more for you to apologize. Like, I truly apologize. I don't mean from the, kind of from that manipulation energy, but like truly apologize. That's really awesome too. Like, it's not about going into the judgment of you or saying, oh my God, that was so wrong. It's like, what if it wasn't? What if it was just a choice? And yeah, you may need to apologize to change it. Cool, apologize. Maybe they won't accept it. Cool, carry on. (laughs) Like really, how much of this reality do we allow to stop us? Do we allow to feel like sludge that we're walking through instead of like, hey, cool. Okay, I made that choice. All right, what can I do about it? (laughs) Awesome. What else is possible here? All right, universe, show me what else is possible today. Show me the magic of me today. Show me the miracle of me today. Show me what's right about this I'm not getting. Show me what's right about me I'm not getting. So that you get out of the crazy and the heavy and the uh energy into the possibilities. Everything that brings up Lita Stern and Create All Times a Godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pot pock shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. All right. So let's finish off with this lovely clearing that I love so much. What energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to physically actualize an unreal, unbelievable, fantastic, phenomenal, unfathomable, magical, miraculous reality, totally beyond this reality, with total ease. Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericaempowerment.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 